Good afternoon and welcome to a special mock draft edition of Bush Leaguers. I'm your host, Luke Logan, and with us as always, Jeff Godfoot. And we have a special guest today. Our good friend Travis is here. Uh, he has an Italian last name, which I don't, I can't remember. <laughs> How's it going, Trav? Good, how are you? Appreciate you coming by and uh, helping us with this. So, yeah. Um, what we're going to do here is we're basically just going to do the first round of the 2022 NFL College Draft. Um, we'll be picking, each person's going to, has specified teams, so we'll be picking for each team and kind of maybe give a little bit of a background or a little bit of color into why we're making that selection or um, for what reason or whatever. So, without further ado, uh, Jeff, you have a clock running or something like that? Uh, no, I don't think we need a clock. Yet. No. <laughs> I think we'll get the selections in pretty quick, and if not, I'll uh, crack the whip. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this going then. Let's do it. Okay. Right, Travis, you're up uh, with the Detroit Lions uh, with the first selection. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, sorry, I said, I said Detroit. I meant Jacksonville. That's right. He's already on me. Like <laughs> okay, so with the first uh, pick overall of the selection of the 2022 Bush League mock draft for Jacksonville, uh, it will be Kayvon or Kayvon Thibodeau. Thibodeau. <laughs> Edge rusher, because they desperately need that. <laughs> All right, I like it. That's a, a little bit uh, different than what a lot of people have, but mm -hmm. uh, I know Kayvon Thibodeau very well because I'm a big Ducks fan, and he's got tons and tons and tons of upside. Like I said, he had the back in uh, a previous uh, cast, I said that he had the quickest first step, and it's very, very noticeable. So, yeah, good, good selection. All right, Luke? Okay, uh, so with the second selection in the 2022 draft, the Detroit Lions are going to take Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. edge rusher out of Michigan. Nice. Hometown boy, right? Yeah. So we got Aiden Hutchinson, 6'7", uh, 260, runs a 474. Uh, man, he's got it all, I think, you know. What, he got 14 sacks last year. Selection. I, I don't know if we talked about trades and stuff. I could trade down another spot, uh, but to keep it simple for our draft, this is the first time we're doing this. We'll just we'll just select where we are and keep it rolling there. Um, I'm thinking cornerback in this spot, uh, the third edge rusher, uh, potentially an offensive tackle. Um, but yeah, I think the Texans will go with with the third selection of the Bush League 2022 mock draft, the Houston Texans select all mad sauce Gardner, since the cornerback, Cincinnati. Hey. Okay, so, so that's your guy, right? Mm -hmm. That's the guy you want to take for sure. For me? Yeah, for, for you, I've, for I've been, Jeff. Yeah, I've been what? Which guy did you know? You I've chose, you trade with Amod. Amod. Yeah, Gardner, right? Yeah. So uh, he fits the scheme for Lovey Smith. He's six one. Uh, he's a big corner. He can play press man. He can play in the zone scheme. Uh, he didn't give up a touchdown last year. Uh, it was him or 
hurt Stingley. Uh, I like Stingley a little bit better in man coverage. But, uh, yeah, I like the sauce for the Jets and Jets. Right. So we're not doing any trades whatsoever here, we, right? We can if you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. I de- we definitely can. I would have talked about trading that pick out too, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it as long, as long as we have the value, right? You know what I'm saying? There's a chart. We could look up the chart if you guys would like to, or we just stay in the spot we're at. We just stay in the spot. Okay. Okay. Travis is up next with the fourth pick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got what, four. Uh, the the New York Jets. Yep. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need a lot of help. Same with the Giants. Uh, so I'm taking fourth uh, selection for the Bush League for the 2022 draft. For fourth overall for the Jets, I'm going to take Trayvon Walker, men of end, because they need some help on that pass rush. Trayvon Walker, I've seen, like, Seen this guy up and down the board. He could be taking one, he could be taking ten, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's all over the board. So it's a good selection. He's a good pass rusher. He's got a lot of pass rushing moves. Uh, what do I got on him here? Let's see. There you go. Trayvon Walker. He's big, big, big body, long length. He extends his arms to shed blocks, uh, to shed blockers for tackles. He's got a good initial step and he plays with leverage. Good pick, Georgia. Okay, uh, with the fifth pick in the 2022 Bush League mock this draft, you, Jason. Jason Court writes, New York Giants, uh, I believe that they're going to need some help on the line here, so they're going to take yeah. Evan Neal out of yeah. Alabama. Yeah. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Six foot seven. He dropped. 30, 40 pounds this year to play. Uh, one of the better pass protectors in this draft. He's got the, the best the best hand out of the, the guys that I've watched. Uh, you can't go wrong with this guy. Good pick. So, basically, what happens in this, by this time, with a fifth pick, if uh, instead of, let's say, Aiden Hutchinson, Detroit takes Malik Willis? Yeah. So then let's let's like kind of spitball some idea around sure. like what would happen in that situation. If, if, who took, if, if Detroit Willis, took Malik Willis at two yeah. instead of instead of taking Aiden Hutchinson, well, you think that Texas stay on the board with an edge rusher? Yeah, I, I think we take Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchinson there for sure. We need we need help uh, on the other side from Jonathan Grenard. Uh, man, if that situation happened, that would be a dream for us. So, uh, yeah. You don't think they would trade down with... Uh, I think they, they potentially could trade down. Who would they trade down with? Carolina. I guess it could be Carolina. It could be uh, Seattle needs a quarterback. Uh, a couple of the other teams. I wouldn't go, want to go too far down, though, because I still, I still would like to get uh, one of these guys that I was targeting at for the Texans, which included Icky Iguanu, which I had a chance to take, which I still like, but... Uh, uh, I don't know, I'm just feeling on that Garner in, in the Lovey Smith Tampa 2 system. So. All right. And yeah. Who's on the clock? I'm on the clock here. So we just had uh, the Jets and Giants, which leave me, yeah, which leave, that's why you brought it up. We got the Carolina Panthers here. Uh, now that Malik Willis is gone, I think we stick with the board here. Uh, go with the highest-rated offensive tackle. There's, there's the need for them. They need outside linebacker. They, they, 
could use a bunch of stuff, right? But I think we stick with the board. And my highest rated guy for them, Ikim Okwanu, NC State. Yeah, offensive tackle. Uh, this guy on film, I know I love I love what he does on film. The big body, six foot four, so he's a little short, but he's still 320. He's got 34 inch arm, and this guy just blows people up. Like he takes them out of his shots on film. He's taking them all the way across the field. He's a downfield blocker. He's nasty. Carolina's and, and Christian McCaffrey is gonna love this guy. Ah, uh, yes, good old Christian McCaffrey, the guy who I knew was going to get hurt last year. Yeah. Did you see there's a photo of him on, on, on Twitter right now? And he looks old, bro. Like, yeah, because he gets the ball fucking 27,000 times a game. I even knew, I was like, listen, I, I want a guy, when I'm picking fantasy, I want a guy who's going to be in scoring position. Just because the guy gets the ball all the time, that doesn't mean that I have to take him. In every fantasy magazine, Christian McCaffrey. I was like, but they're never going to be in the red zone. Do you think, do you think well, you, you heard all the stuff with Debo, and he, he's, he's asking for a trade out of San Francisco. He doesn't, it sounds like he doesn't ever want to go back there. And a part of it has to do with him, the way they use him in the run game and the pass game. Do you think that's that's a little bit with Christian McCaffrey too? Like, should they transition him more to maybe play a slot receiver and use him in the pass game more than they do now? I think he's one of those quick step, quick cut guys that you shouldn't use on the goal line. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should use him in the red zone unless he's on third down and he's like split out in the flats because. I mean, how many times are you going to run this guy? He's one of those workout warriors I talk about that, like, he's going to blow his knee out because he likes to squat a 1,000 pounds, start fucking six reps at a time and stuff like that. I think, yeah, I think you, you save him. Yeah, you do what you can to save him, eh? Well, that's good. Trav, you're up, my friend. Yep. You're the New York Giants at seven here. Yeah, the Panthers had to steal the guy I was looking at, but, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, so, with the New York Giants, with the seventh overall pick, I think... After you picking the tackle uh, for the... Sorry, go ahead, Travis. I oh, just see you here. I just want, want to check one thing. All right, let's start over with the yeah. seventh pick here, Travis. My bad. Yep. And since the Panthers decided to take the guy that I think would have yeah. been really good with uh, the Giants, yep. I'll take the next thing that I really think they need is the they need a pass rush like most teams, it seems like, nowadays. So I will be taking George Karlaftis um, from... Purdue. Purdue, yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> also, team man, George Kolaftis is, is good. He's good shit. He's, he was my number three in my my uh, my top five. Uh, he's <laughs> comparing him to JJ Watt a little bit, a little bit to the Bosa brothers. He's got uh, a great motor. He's got the, the the good attitude to never quit. Um, six foot four, two sixty six. Uh, he's got a good bull rush. Capture moved off that bull rush. He's going to do just fine for the New York Giants. All right. I think that brings us to uh, Luke. Okay. Uh, so we got Atlanta on the Atlanta. clock. And Atlanta's just terrible. <laughs> they could take, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to say this with the eighth pick in the 2022 Bush League mock draft. The Atlanta Falcons are going to take the first quarterback off the board. They're going to take Malik Willis at this spot. I think they're not going to let him get out of the first round. I've seen other people do this. You know, it's, it's, he's got all the intangibles, right? Uh, 
can throw the ball, make all the throws. I'm just trying to find me so much yeah. out of my list here, bro. <laughs> uh, just have to search him. But, uh, yeah, Malik Willis, loads and loads of talent. The question is, can he transition to the NFL game? He's got to be under center more. He's got to give direction in the huddle more. He's got great leadership skills. He's got an infectious attitude. He can make the throws. Uh, uh, Atlanta's desperate for a quarterback, so it's, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. Trav, you're up, man. All right, let's go. Okay. Well, they just, they got, oh, oh, hopefully with the uh, Trayvon Walker, they helped out with their uh, pass rush with yeah. him. Yeah. So I'm guessing they need a wide receiver too. I'm really thinking they need to fill us up that. So, so who's the four? A couple guys on the board, Jameson Williams. Yeah, that's the one, yeah, sorry, yeah. Jameson Williams is who the New York Jets will pick up with the 10th overall pick. <laughs> Jameson Williams is a beauty, hey, look. He is a beauty, but uh, yeah, I guess it's all how he translates to that rehab, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, like it's a high selection to take a guy coming off an ACL, but like you and I both watch the tape, and like this guy is a star. He can make all the catches, he's fast, he's got moves, he's, I think he's a game changer. I think he's like Julio Jones with Randy Moss speed. Right? He's huge. He, if he hadn't gotten hurt, he probably would be the number one overall oh, pick. Oh, man, he's got that kind of talent for sure. Uh, yeah, it's a good pickup by the Jets. Again, they're going to have to wait for mid-season, late season to get them on the field. But, mm -hmm. I have, excuse me, I have no problem with that pick at all. All right, that brings us to uh, Washington. The Washington Guardians. Right. No, that's the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, with the 11th pick in the Bush League mock draft, the, co uh, the, the Washington Commanders, they're going to take uh, a DB in this position, oh, and I think they're going to take Kyle Hamilton. Okay. I don't oh, think they'll let him... Yeah. I don't think they'll let him slide much further than this. So Kyle Hamilton, junior out of Notre Dame, big, huge, 220, closes tackles, looks like Troy Polamalu, 6'4". He's a big boy. The only question mark is the 40 times. But, uh, again, we've seen the film. We, 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 we see what he can do by playmaking there. He's, he's coming across the field and side to side. He, yeah, it's a good pick. The Texans are a little disappointed he's gone. Uh, yeah, good selection there, Kyle Hamilton. All right, that leaves me with uh, the Minnesota Vikings at uh, 12 here. So they got some needs, uh, offensive line issues. Uh, they can take an edge here. 
Uh, a couple of the top guys are gone, so we probably won't go that direction. Cornerback, a guy like Trent McDuffie would feel fitting good here. But I don't know. I just I've got this feeling that they're going to take the center. Uh, Tyler Lindenbaum. Uh, sorry, let's do this right. Uh, with the 12th pick of the 2022 Bush uh, uh, Leaguers mock draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Tyler Lindenbaum, center, Iowa. And uh, we didn't do a lot of film work on this guy because he doesn't need it. He's just he's just a stud. He's been the best center in college for the last couple of years. The guy's a road grader. He's got he's got he's good in the run game. He's good in the pass game. This guy's gonna be on your football team for ten years. And uh, I think the Vikings just picked up a dude. All right. Yeah, that's what I got. So I think that's Travis back now at thirteen for the Texans. Yeah. So. I think there's Houston, like is it they picked up the edge rush or yeah. sorry, yeah, the edge rush in the first. Yeah, we got Aiden. Yeah, Aiden. Oh, yeah. No, you took no, you took uh, CB. Amon uh, oh, uh, right. Walker, sorry. Pressure, pressure. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Derek Stingley would like be a good compliment for. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's got to be Derek Stingley. You could uh, solidify that back end of their uh, defense quite nicely with that. Yeah, Derek Stingley. All right. <laughs> Texas at 13. Take Cornerback, LSU, Derek Stingley. I don't hate that. Man, it just went from a weakness big time to a good strength for this team. Which leaves us the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Stingley, we, got, we got some needs here. Um, is Akima Wanu still on the board? Is gone. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if he's gone... If uh, the two corners are gone, then I would say with the 14th selection in the 2022 Bush Leaguers mock draft, the Baltimore Ravens are going to take Trevor Penning, Northern Iowa. This guy is mean, just the meanest dude in the draft, and I think uh, they haven't had a guard since Marshall Yonda. Who like let's face it, they got two other guys. I think Devontae Freeman and uh, who's the other guy? The running back. The other running back that they yeah, have from the yeah. old Raiders dude. Uh, well, the one guy got hurt. This, well, a couple of them got hurt. Yeah, hurts, they're so both, they but they're hurt. both unrestricted free agents. Right, okay. So I think I think at that position they might take a running back, but I think they just protection for just protection uh, for our man, yeah. Trevor Panning. It's going to help in the run game for sure. Like you said, big nasty guy. I got him. Uh, I got him listed at. Let's see, big big boy. I know he has a little bit of struggles with being overly aggressive, uh, but that that's not the worst thing to have, right? You like he likes him over. You would rather be over aggressive than under aggressive. Six foot seven, three twenty five, thirty four and a half inch arms. He's got a dirty nasty demeanor. He's got, he's got the, the size. Uh, he's got a good kick step, and he's a great finisher. Um, but yeah, like I said, you can overcommit a little bit, uh, but get him with the, the offensive line coach there in Baltimore, and uh, yeah, he could be he could be a really really good selection for that team. Awesome, that brings us to me with Philadelphia at fifteen. Man, man, there's so much to do here. Got another selection for them coming at eighteen. Do I have that pick? Oh, let's see. So yes, I have that pick also. 
looking just uh, my scouts are just looking at the, uh, the teams behind me and their team needs. Make sure I can get both of these guys. Yeah, can't pass up on that. I got New Orleans behind me. They need a wide receiver. Um, I got to take this guy. So the pick's in. With the 15th selection of the 2022 uh, Bush Leaguers mock draft, the Philadelphia Eagles will take Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. Um, yeah, he's got all the tools. Um, they select, they've, they've been selecting wide receivers quite a bit, these Eagles, in the last few drafts. Uh, the only one that's really any good right now is the one they did last year, Smith. Um, but I got a good feeling about Wilson being a long-term solution for them. So that's the pick. And, uh, you know, I know New Orleans needed one. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, let's get this guy we want, right? We're all right, Travis. That's mm -hmm. you at 16. Moving right along yep. here, the Bush Leaguers. Hmm. No problem. You're at 16? Yep. No, I'm at 16. You took the guy I wanted. <laughs> Chargers, San Diego, Superchargers, San Diego. You know, with Chargers. the Orleans, <laughs> with the 16th overall selection of the 22 Bush League draft, I'm going to have to go with, since Garrett Wilson is now off the board, uh, Drake London. Drake London. <laughs> That's a good pick, man. Match him up with Michael Thomas. You're looking good. He's a big body guy, mm -hmm. long strider. People say Randy Moss. I don't say Randy Moss because he's my favorite receiver of all time, but uh, he plays big like that. He'll, he'll work the 50-50 ball like that. And uh, I kind of like him in a short passing game. See him on the tape a bunch. Guys are hanging off him. He's still making that catch. Uh, the problem with him, well, not the problem with him, but he, he's been injured a little bit himself. He hasn't run a 40 time yet. So a lot of the scouts are like, oh, like, we don't know what this guy can actually run. Is he a 4-7 guy or is he a 4-5? But uh, on the take, he looks good. He's a big body, very athletic. So that's, that'll be a good pick for, for uh, the Northern State. That brings us to the San Diego Super Chargers. Or it's not San Diego anymore. It's the L.A. It's the L.A. Chargers. Um, so most of these mock drafts have them taking a receiver. Um, it's a need. It is a need. But I think I like if they're sitting at this spot, yeah. uh, the – with the 17th pick in the 2022 Bush Leaguers draft, I believe the Sandy or the LA Chargers yeah. will take Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher. Edge rusher, I like it. Because he's still there. So the top of your board, right? Yeah. You gotta stick with your board, man. Jermaine Johnson's a beauty. Um, so they'll have Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. The guy they picked up from the, the, the Chicago Bears, uh, the linebacker for all those years, they'll have him, and now they'll have Jermaine Johnson off to, off to Bosa. Crazy. That would be crazy. Mack, Khalil Mack, I believe. Is Khalil Mack. I'm looking for there. A uh, little, little snippet on Jermaine Johnson. I love this guy. Uh, he wasn't going to drop down to the second round, but uh, I still like him. He's got great burst, strong base. This guy's 6'5", 254, runs a 4.58, just good, really, really good speed, uh, explodes into contact, and uh, yeah, I, I like where he's at. He can continue to work on his hand fighting and a couple little things, but uh, overall, it's a good selection for him. 
Alright, so this is back to me, eh? Back on the clock with the Eagles. Hopefully the Eagles fans out there are feeling this, but uh, I got the the guy I wanted to here too. There's a couple, I mean, there's a couple guys. I could go linebacker here. There's a Georgia guy and a Utah guy, but I think the pick's in uh, with the 18th selection of the 2022 Bush Leaguers mock draft. The Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles select Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington. Uh, definitely fills a need for them. Um, he's, he's good in the zone scheme. He's a great tackler. He'll bring that that, that Philadelphia swag that they like out there. Hard Philly's no always had good DBs. When you think about it. Yeah, and that, I think they they, they draft. They, they're, they're smart with their draft when it comes to that position. Which wide receiver? They're completely opposite. They're terrible at, at picking wideouts. But uh, yeah, Trevor McDuffie fits a role for me. Uh, back to New Orleans. I think that's Travis again with the with the mm-hmm. same pick. That's great. So now you can. Or no, pick, yeah, you yeah can I picked this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great stuff. All right, they still have a couple needs, right? Quarterback, yep. obviously. Left tackle. Well, they need a left, left tackle. tackle. Exactly. That's why I'm looking at like. Uh, I see was my it? boy on, on, <laughs> on the board still. My favorite uh, line lineman there. I don't know if Trav knows him, but I, I like him. I also like Daniel uh, Fele. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah I'm really looking. Yeah, I think it's a little high. It's a little high, high, I know. So uh, uh, mm. you can either go with you can either go with the high from the board, or you can take you can take something else. But uh, yeah, I think it's a little high. Yeah, I know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just trying to think, think, or do something. Well, they also, they also they, New Orleans needs needs can use a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they safety would be good, but there's really nothing on the board that's yeah. anything close to that's what's ready. You're right. Um, Still a guy out there, a defensive lineman, Jordan Davis. Yeah. Big body guy. Like, just balled out at the combine, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's pretty high. And I'm actually kind of surprised he's not gone yet. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely a need. Mm-hmm. Devin Lloyd, uh, linebacker, could work. But, uh, yeah. Like, what was it? Like, Zeon Johnson? Zion Johnson, the guard. Yep. Uh, he's he's like, like, I know, they did, but they need that. It's kind of yeah. useless for them for this. Uh, there's a guy I like, Bernard Raymond. About him with Luke on the podcast during our uh, offensive line. He's a he's a little on the, and, uh, he's not unknown per se, but mm-hmm. I, I, like he's he played at Central Michigan, so it's a little bit smaller school. But man, I really like this guy for uh, for any team at mm-hmm. left tackle. Yeah. What was it? Have you heard anything like you said like about David Ojibo? Uh, Ojibo? Uh, yeah. Ojibo? Okay. Yeah, Ojibo. Yeah. So what happened to David? We talked about this a yeah. couple of times now. Mm-hmm. He's the one that. But blew his Achilles heel up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and mm-hmm. the coaching staffs and the, and the, and the scouts kind of just pushed him aside a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like I like him as a pass rusher too, but again, he's he's hurt. He's mm-hmm. falling on the board a little bit. But uh, yeah, go with your gut, man. Whatever you think. Whatever you're thinking. Pressure. Pressure's getting to you, Travis. Oh, you took who I wanted. Yeah. Player, player mm-hmm. right now is still on the board is Devin Lloyd. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm thinking they need a safety, and I'm also looking at Daxton Hill. Well, this, you see, yeah. this is where we talk about. This <laughs> yeah, if you could trade, trade back, back exactly, if you could. To, but we don't have that, so that. yeah, so exactly. So, you know what? I got, I got Lewis. Yeah, that's like to me. They're both the same, yeah. though. They're mm-hmm. it's not too far. Or, to it's not far. So you know what? I'm gonna do that. I'll do Daxton Hill free safety. 
was trying to think of it earlier in our podcast, Jackson Hill, uh, Michigan safety. Uh, he's probably the second best on the board. The thing about safety in this draft, there isn't a whole lot of them, mm-hmm. but I know there's a lot of teams that need them. So to go off a little bit higher than you might want to, but, and, and what New Orleans like to do if this is their selection, they could, they could take that and move back with it, get themselves a couple, excuse me, more picks. But uh, yeah, I, I like Jackson Hill uh, from Michigan also. All right, is that me for Pittsburgh? Oh no, it's you. You love Pittsburgh. Oh, the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, okay. With the 20th pick in the 2022 Bush Leaguers mock draft, I believe that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take a defensive tackle. Oh, yeah. They're going to take Jordan Davis. Yeah, they are. He's still there Ooh. for some reason, so they will take him. Damn. They haven't had a good one since uh, Seymour was there. Well, I think they got Hayward, right? They got Hayward, but yeah, I think a guy down the middle to suck up those double teams and have Watt. Exposed is going to be where Pittsburgh oh, will go. Man. They'll go defensive. If this happens in the draft <laughs> and they get Jordan Davis, that defensive line is going to terrorize you, man. I think somebody will probably trade up by, by right. this time if he's yeah. still on the board. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense for him. He's the, best, he's the best athlete in the draft, yeah. so I cannot see him sitting out there for that long. No, and you know what? I was going to, instead of Linderbaum, I was going to take Jordan Davis for uh, for Minnesota. I think that's a really good fit for them, too. Uh, but they also need a center, so... Yeah, Zimmer's good. fired, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, Zim's is gone. Zim's is gone. The yeah. curse of Zim's is gone. <laughs> they should have won a Super Bowl in that five-year span that he was there. He's never had a quarterback, right? Well, they got Kirk Cousins. Oh, come on. <laughs> He's got statistics, but no. How much money did they fucking give that well, guy? Well, they gave him $82 million fully guaranteed for three or four years <laughs> back, back before, right? But he just re-signed up for an extension, too. Man, Kirk Cousins. Good for him. He finds ways. <laughs> I don't even know how he does it, but he finds ways to get, like, these awesome, awesome contracts. He's getting paid, man. Good on him. Uh, okay, that brings me to New England at 21, which is my pick. Trent uh, McDuffie got taken. Uh, I mean, we got lots of needs here. Wide receiver, edge, cornerback, which I think the direction that'll go here. Um, you need a man, kind of a man guy in that system. Uh, you can do both, but I think the pick is in here. With the 21st selection of the 2022 Bush Leaguers mock draft, the New England Patriots select Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback, Clemson. Um... Yeah, I don't have my quarterback, my cornerback deal, but from what I remember him on film, he's a good man. He's got he's got quick feet. Uh, I I think I remember liking to see him do a little bit better in press man, getting his hands on guys earlier on in the route. Uh, yeah, he did a, a really nice job of getting his hands on them later on in the route. Uh, but as far as speed and hips are concerned, I think this is a good fit for the New England Patriots. All right, Travis's team, mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers. The pack. The pack, pack is back. With no money. With, with no money. With no wide receiver. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> right yeah. Well, that's why I'm thinking, yeah, for the 22nd overall for the Green Bay Packers, yeah. I think you're going to go with Chris Olave. Chris Olave, <laughs> wide receiver, Olave. Ohio State. That's a great pick. We'll find out who was doubled for who. Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave? 
Who's the man? But where do we select? Where do we select? Twenty uh, second. Yeah, where do we select uh, Garrett? Garrett was taken the, on. The Philly. So they're in the same conference. They don't mm-hmm. see each other as much. It'd be great if they're both in the same conference <laughs> to see like, who the better receiver would be. Because it, it's still out. Like in the, there's arguments to be said that Chris Olave is better than Garrett Wilson. But Chris Olave is also going to be playing with Aaron Rodgers, yeah. whereas uh, Garrett Wilson's going to be playing with yes. That's a big bonus for this guy for sure. I like the pick. All right, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Luke. Arizona Cardinals. Uh, with the 23rd pick in the Bush Leaguers mock draft, the Arizona Cardinals are not going to let Charles Cross get off. Oh, the Charles, board. I took Charles Cross. Did right? you take Charles Cross? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Oh, okay. Well, with the yeah, with the with the twenty second, twenty third pick. Hey Justin, take it easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Arizona Cardinals will take Boye Mafe from Minnesota, edge senior edge rusher. I like it. He was he was one of the guys I had in my. Uh, he wasn't top five for me, but he was like like a really he was an honorable mention for me. He's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of skill. Um, I think you probably could have waited on him a little longer, but uh, definitely a team need. They wanted they lost Chandler Jones. They, they only have really have JJ Watt there now, so this guy will come in and help out right away. America's team, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Oh man, they got some needs here too. So like offensive line. D-line, linebacker, uh, there's a couple I could go with the guy from, the other guy across from Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Their middle linebacker gets zero respect to eh? um, uh, Van, 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 Van Der Esch. That guy gets zero fucking respect, <laughs> and he works his ass well, off. Well, he does. He's a hard, hard-nosed guy. Uh, he doesn't stay in the game. Not that much down. talent. You know, he's just a grinder, though. I, I like that. I like that. But uh, the Dallas Cowboys... The run game is just, Zeke is just not getting things done. He uh, looks slow. Pollard's good. Pollard's good. But um, they have a gaping hole at the guard spot here. So I think with the 24th selection of the 2022 Bush Leaguers mock draft, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys select Zion Johnson, guard, Boston College. Big body grinder is going to immediately impact this team in the run game. Uh, they just can't go another year uh, with with the guys they had. Connor Williams, I think his name was, or something like that. Uh, so it wasn't getting it done. So uh, I know Cowboys fans will be ecstatic with this this pick here. All right, the Buffalo Bills are on the clock. Travis, mm-hmm. I think it's you again. Yeah, well, I know they lost. Well, I know, but they did lose. Uh, what was it? Who did they lose? That there's uh, CB Levy uh, Wallace is gone, so I think that is a need they should fill. Also, running back depth is a little yeah. weak. Running back's a little high. But I said, but exactly, the, you can get them up in the second or third round. So the defensive interior or mm-hmm. wide receiver, even they could use because mm-hmm. they. Uh, Lost uh, the shifty guy from Dallas. Uh, um, um, Cole Beasley is gone now, right? So mm-hmm. this would be a, not a bad spot for a wideout, a cornerback. Is it Roger McCary? Or Andrew? 
Because Andrew Booth, you've already taken, you or picked on New England. I took Andrew Booth. There's a guy that's mm-hmm. climbing, Kari Elam, who's another good cornerback. Mm-hmm. Or you got lots of good wide receivers still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where you want to go, Sky Moore. Um, oh. Pickens. You know, I, I'll probably go Roger McCarty because yeah. they had a CB, or uh, he's gone, so. Roger McCarty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn, I believe he was from? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Five. I don't think we got to him on the cast, but uh, yeah, I really like Roger here. Uh, I played for Auburn, so you know he played against some of the, you know, he played against the good receivers, all those, all those guys there, like uh, Jameson Williams and and those types of players. So yeah, it's a good selection, guys. Uh, brings us to the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. So with the twenty-six pick in the twenty twenty-two Bush Leaguers mock draft. The Tennessee Titans are going to take Kenyon Green from Texas A&M. Love that pick, too, man. Love that pick. This guy's a grinder, too. Uh, Dallas was thinking about taking him also, but uh, but uh, uh, the Boston College kid was, was uh, Zion Johnson was just sitting there, so I had, had to take him. But, yeah, Kenyon Green, Texas A&M. Uh, he's a grinder. He's going to help these guys out immediately impacting. Team him up with Trevor Lewan. Or Taylor Lewan, sorry. And, uh, yeah, you got yourself a good uh, duo on that, that side of the Excellent. The, the, the Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The free run to the playoffs. Team. Fuck you, Tom Brady. <laughs> he, gets to, he gets to just come back, you know, pretend Win the division. Tired. Got no quarterbacks there. Maybe Malik comes in now that you, you guys selected him. Maybe he comes in and does something for Atlanta, but... Uh, I don't know, this guy's got a free reign all the way to the top. Well, he should be used to it. He was in New England with the weakest division for how long? Yeah, this is just exactly the same right. as that. That's what I said on the cast the other day. It's like old times back in the, uh, the AFC East, right? Uh, team needs card center, defensive interior. I think that's probably where we'll go since uh, we'll stick with the, the board. Um, I don't want to stray too far from it. Just go down and get a guy that maybe I can get later on. So the pick is in. Uh, the 27th pick, the 2022 uh, Bush Leaguers mock draft, the NFC South champions for 2022, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Avante Wyatt, Georgia, defensive tackle, Georgia. Um, maybe got a little overshadowed here by uh, Jordan Davis a little bit, but uh, at the combine, he, he balled out to. Uh, the stats are there, the look is there, um, the statistics are there. I think this guy is going to replace um, uh, the guy from Detroit for all those years. Man, I, I need a stats. We guy. suck with names today. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> fucking brutal with but names. But we know who they are. And we, we have it at the tip of our tongue to who, see. Who, who, are, you, to who are you saying? Oh, the guy that steps on people from Detroit all the time. Oh, uh... The big, huge dude. Yeah, he's been there for all those years. Anyways, yes, he's unsigned. Indomitian suit. Indomitian suit. That's the one. Thank you, Luke. Uh, he's unsigned. He may come back for Tampa, but as of right now, it's a hole that they need to fill. So this guy will fill that, that need. Oh, you got Green Bay again, Travis. Yeah. yeah. Back and back. This got all sorts of back and backers. I like that. So back on the clock. Uh, I don't know how much longer uh, the tackle there survives for them. That might be a need, but... Um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, best on the board type of spot, too. Yeah. 
I don't know much about this guy. Maybe you guys can enlighten me. Sure. But Travis Jones. Travis Jones is a solid pick, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah defensive interior, yep. which, which fills a need for him. Uh, he, played, he played for Connecticut. He's going to help that team out probably day one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, got him, I got him ranked high as 27, and they're at 28. It's a mm-hmm. great spot for a pick here for, for Travis yeah, Jones. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know much about him, so I was just like... Uh, you wanted to pick in? Yeah, I think that's the one, yep. <laughs> Jones, uh, defensive tackle, Connecticut. All right, Luke, I think you're up. With your okay, so bit. we got the Kansas City Chiefs, if they're still called oh, that. Lost a bunch of, yeah, the other yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I think it's going to be coming soon. Right? It's got to be coming soon. But they, lost, they lost Hill. They definitely they need a speedy wide receiver. Yeah. Um, but they need help everywhere. They, they need some help. The, 20, the 2022... 29th pick overall, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take George Karloftis. Yeah, no, George is gone, man. You gotta, He's gone? Mm-hmm. I'm drinking too much non-alcoholic <laughs> yeah. Blood Zero here. I picked that for the 7th uh, overall pick. Okay, yeah. well then the Kansas City Chiefs will be taking Kenny on green. Okay, the 29th pick overall, the Kansas City Chiefs will take Jahan Dotson. There you go. Wide receiver, uh, Penn State. Penn State wide receiver, Nittany Lions. Big, big body guy. I love the stadium down there. Uh, anyways, this is a big body guy that's going to help. That's going to help for sure. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, if he's the speedy receiver that they they might want in this this system, but uh, he's definitely got uh, he's definitely got talent. He's uh, he's like I said, he's a big body guy. And he's gonna help uh, Patrick Mahomes out for sure. So back to back, they kind of took my guy there, took my spot. I would probably gone with Sky Moore <clears throat> personally. I mean, there's no reason why I couldn't take Sky Moore right now, but like you said, there's some D line issues. <clears throat> Uh, so uh, I could go with an edge or cornerback. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna stick with the cornerback here. I'm gonna go with the 30th pick of the 2022 Bush Leaders mock draft. The Kansas City Chiefs select Kair Elam, cornerback, Florida. Uh, this guy was projected to go to the Saints at like 16 or something yeah. mm-hmm. like that. Um, he's, 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 he's been climbing the boards, I know that for sure. Um, he can play, he's going he's gonna to step in and play with, with Kansas City, uh, maybe in the slot or something like that for, for to begin with, but uh, he's going to help that team out for 100%. A little disappointing he didn't drop a little farther down the board, but uh, yeah, it's a good pick for them. All right, Travis. Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. the AFC Championship Cincinnati Bengals. The, the fuck it up in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> they played good though. You know? Yeah, they, they did, did play good. Played it was it was a, it was a last possession game. Once, once they figured out, hey, we gotta just throw this ball to Cooper Cup the whole way. You know, it wasn't the most boring Super Bowl I'd ever seen. Um, I think that title goes to oh, New England against, New England against the, the Rams, Rams for sure. Yeah. But uh, it was a pretty, pretty terrible Super Bowl. Completely agree. I was watching it in Mexico. It was great. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, nice. Anyways, you're up on the board, Travis. Yeah. Guard center. Best player available. 
Yeah, that's pretty much. There's linebackers out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how they're dropping this last. You take though Devin Lloyd or Nakobe uh, Dean. If I'm the Texans, I'm taking Nakobe Dean because I think he's IQ a little bit higher and he can range the field better. He's a run and hit type of guy, which would fit good for the Texans. If this happens for some reason that he gets down this far and the Texans are, are close, I'm taking a couple of picks. I'm moving up in the draft. I'm grabbing Nakobe Dean for sure. You know what? For Cincinnati, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with um, Care Alam. I just took him. Oh, he did? Uh, yeah, like, literally just a pick before you, buddy. The, uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs snuck in there and took him off, yeah, buddy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's all right, though. Uh, good, good, good player. Uh, he is. Bottom around, going to be great for somebody. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm so hard to take him for there, though. Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green? Kenyon Green is gone as well. Oh, Kenyon Green's gone too. Oh yeah, you. Oh yeah, that's right. I took him. I'm doing what you're doing now. I took him twice. (laughs) 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 Wait, yeah, no, there's very little. Who is still on the board that you think isn't going to be on the board by this time? Drake London is still on the board. Nope, gone. Drake London's gone. Yep. Uh, Traylon Burks is gone. Traylon Burks, I believe, is there. Daxon Hill. He got taken. So much Andrew him. Booth Jr. You got Tegan. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll take, I can take, a, I, I, if I'm you, I take the best guy available. Mm-hmm. And he, to me, is Devin Lloyd. You know, you just signed, Cincinnati just signed a couple of other linebackers. Yep. Now you can install this guy right away. They're still weak a little in the interior, though. They are, mm-hmm. they are, but the, the, that's not the strong point. I know this, yeah, I know, yep, yep, yep. So you might have to do a trade back, which we're not going to do. Yep. Or are you going to take the best guys on the the CB is I was like, that's the guy, that's the guy. Nope, he's gone though, so sure. yeah, best guy. Logan Hall, DN, but they don't. Yeah, Logan Hall. Tyler Smith. Lindenbaum. Yeah, Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith is still there. Tyler Smith, yeah. You know, you know what? You know, Tyler Smith would be the guy I'm going to go with then. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Smith is a tackle from Youth Tulsa. Uh, they could, they could get, they could move anybody around, possibly play the guard spot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that pick for them because it could be versatile and move this guy around a bit. All right, the last pick there, Mr. Luke. You with still the, had a chance to take Luke Woods. With the 32nd <laughs> pick in the Bush Leaguers mock draft. Uh, the Detroit Lions are going to take a quarterback here. Yeah, the question is, which quarterback are they going to take? Are they going to take Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, or Desmond Ritter? Well, if you're the if you're the team, who who like talk talk to me about talk to me about the quarterbacks you think that are remaining. Well, Sam Howell yeah. has got the best numbers. Yeah. Desmond Ritter Ritter is probably the most polished guy yeah. who's Kenny won the more games. Very close to each other there. Kenny Pickett. I think they go with Desmond Ritter. I think yeah. they go safe. They go well, Desmond that. Ritter here. Uh, he's he's come one of those kind of plug and play guys. He's got success with Cincinnati. He's put up some really really good numbers. I don't think they're going to take a chance. Dude, I love that. So, you know, let's, 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 
think he could surprise a little bit here. You know, there's not a lot of guys that can start right away, but if this twist for whatever reason starts losing early on and Desmond Ritter sitting behind Jared Goff there. Just had a little bit of a pee break there. Grab another beer. Um, so we got one more pick. No, it's the second. Well, because everyone got their 11 and I took 10, I just wanted to take one selection for Jacksonville. For the second round? Yeah. And, uh, I'm predicting it's going to be a linebacker. It's definitely going to be a linebacker. Mm-hmm. They need they, him to protect Lawrence. The two mm-hmm. best guys are still on the board. Because uh, they basically drafted Miles Jack and developed him and then traded him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 100% right. And now he's on the Steelers, your hated arch rival. But uh, with, the, with the first mm-hmm. pick of the second round, the Jacksonville Jaguars will select Devin Lloyd, Utah. Six foot three, two thirty-five. We talked about him earlier in the podcast a couple weeks ago. Sorry, he was a four-six-six. He's he's benched twenty-five times at two twenty-five. So he's got he's got the size, he's got the speed, he's got the strength. And he's got some pass rushing skills to get to the quarterback. Uh, he's he's good at defending the pass. Uh, he'll come come downhill and take on deep blocks. Uh, and he can play multiple positions at the linebacker spot, which which will be good for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what I got. Very well uh, done, guys. Awesome. First time. First time we did it. We got through the mock draft without. Well, I mean, I said a couple names twice, three times. Yeah, the kids are but same here. <laughs> kind of start forgetting a little bit. What I what I uh, like, you got to stick with your board, and like we only have boards so 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 big, right? Right. So when you when when. When the, the need doesn't add up to what's left on the board, it gets a little bit hard, right? Well, that's what you said. Sure, that's what the, the, the jet GMs and stuff are thinking too, right? Mm-hmm. So what they do is they have a section of four or five, three or four guys at that pick that they'll take in case something like that does happen. If a team comes in front of them, takes the player they want, then they got to be ready, right? So that's the luxury that we don't have. We don't have fucking 300 player boards or anything <laughs> like that, right? But... But all in all, I thought we did pretty good. Uh, a couple guys in the first round, maybe they, any, and like I said before, even the scouts don't get this. Even the professional mock drafter guys, they don't get this stuff right at all. No, because what I'm predicting is going to happen is I think, I think Aiden Hutchinson's going to go number one. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I and then I think there's going to be a run on quarterbacks. I think. You really do. Eh? I really do. I re- I think Detroit is going to take Malik Willis, and when they do that, then there's going to be this huge trade-up run on quarterbacks. And uh, that could be good. That could you won't be good my team for sure. Mm-hmm. We're not taking a quarterback. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, people may think that we're going to take a guy, but uh, Dougie Davis-Mills is my guy right now. Dougie if he's in this fucking draft, he's the number one guy uh, on the board. You're taking him in the first round. So Houston got him in the third round last year because he hadn't played very many games. But uh, he's got the intangibles. He's not the fastest fan in the world, but he's got... He's got good pocket presence. He'll shift around when he needs to. And the thing that he has, does better than Deshaun Watson ever can do is he's a quicker decision maker. He's not holding on to the ball. You know, he got sacked tons and tons of time, and the offensive line took a lot of heat, and rightfully so. They, they should have taken heat. But it wasn't just them. Deshaun holds the ball. He's always looking for the big plays, which well, I admire that at times. But sometimes you got to make, make the read quicker. Uh, find your outlet route, get him the ball, find your hot route, get get him the ball, and Deshaun Watson failed to do that time and time and time again for the Texans. So, not a fan of Deshaun Watson. Well, I'm not, not, I'm not hating on him. I'm a little, a little bitter about it. He's going to do good for Cleveland for sure. But uh, I think Davis Mills has better decision-making even after one year. So 
All right, so just taking a look at who is left on the board. Um, some some of the bigger names that were left on the board would have been uh, Nicobe Dean. Um, who else we got? Daxton Hill, was he taken? Oh, he got taken right, right at the end, I believe. Uh, or I got this board. Here. Andrew Booth Jr. Daxton Hill went to, he went to uh, New Orleans. Andrew Booth Jr. went to Patriots, I believe. Yeah. But you got like Sky Moore. Um, there's a bunch of guys I wish I had my list up here still. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. There's the quarterbacks that'll start coming out mm -hmm. in the second round, I believe, more often here. Or the uh, third. Benino is a pass rusher. He'll he'll get drafted up there. Uh, uh, the Georgia Pickens, I believe his name is Pickens from Georgia, the wide receiver. He'll get he'll get taken off in the second round. Uh, still a lot, and you know what's funny about receivers and stuff like that. A lot of these guys, like let's see, let's just, just this is just uh, us this draft, but let's see how many receivers went. We had one, two, three, uh, four, five. Only five in the first round, which isn't bad. Um, so guys, Traylon Burks is still there. Me and you talked about him. Remember, I, I compared him to Jesse Bugliardi a little bit. Right. Because he's a he's not soft per se, but he needs to use his body better. And if he if he can do that, he can be have a ton of success at the next level. Because he's got the body size, the hands, the fight. He's got that, but he just needs to use his body better. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the mock draft. For sure. Good job, guys. Good. Uh, good researching. You got something more you want to say about it? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I didn't have a whole lot prepared because I thought the mock would take a little bit longer. But, no, um, even with the the big introductions, we still didn't take. Huge shout out to uh, Miguel Cabrera, Mr. Three Thousand now. Three Thousand hits. Yeah, three thousand hits. Five hundred. Hall of Fame. Rounds. Yeah, for sure, Hall of Fame. First ballot, if that's a thing in baseball. Definitely. Uh, the Blue Jays are playing well. Uh, they were tied going into the eighth inning tonight. I'm not sure today. Sorry, I'm not sure if they ended up winning or not. I don't have it in front of me, but they've been playing good. The Raptors found a way to fend off uh, elimination <laughs> to not get out. swept. <laughs> I thought Joel Embiid walked by Drake. He's like, I'm coming for that sweep. Dude, like that, he was not a happy camper. Like, talk about being a little bit of a crybaby when it comes to calls and stuff in the NBA. Who's this, Drake? No, Embiid. Oh yeah. Well, he's he's a crazy. Night, so. How about Simmons sitting on the bench yeah. or friggin' <laughs> Brooklyn wearing all that neon <laughs> shit? Uh, right now, Toronto lost. Blue Jays lost. Yeah, seventy-eight. But still, they still they still won the series. Houston's not a, not an easy out either. So good series by the boys. Um, well, moving on to the NHL. Sure. Let's take a look at our first round matchups that we got going on here. Uh, the Oilers did not clinch home field, home ice advantage today. They lost to the Blue Jackets. Those boys, they played hard today, man. I was watching the game. Considering how many guys the Blue, Blue, yeah. the Blue Jackets have injured, they played really hard. And like, just like the young, the young guys coming up and playing, like they wanted, they wanted to prove something in that game, and they played good. You know, too bad uh, the Oilers can match the intensity in that game, though. 
So it looks like the Oilers are going to get the Los Angeles Kings in the first round. How do you feel about that? Like, with the funny thing about the Los Angeles Kings, they've won four games in a row. They only have a plus two goal differential. The Kings? The Kings, yeah. Nashville has a plus 16. The Oilers are plus 32. Calgary's plus 87. Like... (laughs) The LA Kings are plus two. And the, if you look at all the non-playoff teams, yeah. they're all in the minus. They all have minus goal differentials. I, I mean, I like the matchup. I think the matchup's good. I think the Edmonton Oilers can win that. Um, I'm a little worried about the guys they might have coming back from injury here pretty soon. Uh, I'm not sure the status on a couple of them. But uh, if they get into well, this is what happened to Edmonton last year. Uh, Winnipeg, a couple of the guys got healthy from Winnipeg. And then they just bully us around, right? So as long as we can match that intensity, play physical. We got Kane now, and the guy's just a motherfucker out there, and I love it. Uh, He's a dick. steps up and plays a little bit harder. That third line, Hopkins, Fogel, and Ryan. Those guys can grind it out like I know they can. Uh, yeah, I have no reason to believe that we can't win that series. I think L.A. is like the best draw you could possibly get out of the Western Conference. You definitely don't want to play Minnesota. You definitely don't want to play St. Louis because those teams play pretty tough. Although, you saw Colorado. Colorado looking iffy. Looking iffy headed in there. I would like to, I'd play, I'd like to play Colorado at this point. Let's not get carried away, bro. It's the end of the season. They already have 120 points or something ridiculous like that. I'm 116. Sure, they lost a couple games here back-to-back, but I don't know. I don't get too carried away with that stuff. I'd rather play Calgary than, than, than Colorado mm-hmm. for 100%. It'd be a great series. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the West, I mean, my picks would be I'd, I'd love to see Calgary get knocked on the first round because that's what they do sometimes. But, uh, you know, I'll probably take Calgary there, Edmonton, Colorado. Every favorite I'm taking. Oh, this is a tough one. I got St. Louis against Minnesota in that one. You're taking St. Louis in that one? Yeah. I'm going with Minnesota. Mm -hmm. You're taking all the favorites, basically. Good on you. Way to step up on that fence, bro. Yeah, (laughs) man. Colorado, Dallas. Then we got Calgary. Nashville. Nashville, which will be a tough series. Mm -hmm. Um, Edmonton plays Los Angeles. Minnesota plays St. Louis. Um, Yeah, I don't think you can get a better draw than L.A. L.A.'s limping. They are... Not a very good hockey team, but I mean, playing Jonathan, you didn't, it depends on which Jonathan Quick shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, like if, if I don't think it's possible now or anything, but if Vegas were to come come back in, uh, you don't I'd want anything. Play, I'd love to play Vegas. You don't want Vegas. I think they're I think they're a shell of themselves this year, man. Their goaltending is suspect. Their their defense is suspect. I think we beat those guys up. They're how many points out? Four points? No, they're uh, they're four uh, points out. Yeah, four points. So they're four points out from Los Angeles, but they're only there. And they got a game in hand. They're, they're four, four points, points out from Dallas. Four. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, Dallas and Nashville. Dallas is the team that just doesn't want to make the playoffs. Dallas and Nashville <laughs> both uh, sitting at 93, I believe. Yeah, 93 points for both those teams. So they're four points back from both of them. What, they got two games left, though? So it's probably not happening, right? Yeah, they just couldn't get that. Thought Jack Eichel was going to... And Jack Eichel's leading them in scoring, too. I see the stat. For Buffalo, they were like... Like, they had almost identical records in the last 20 games. With with Eichel on Buffalo was a terrible record. With Eichel on on, uh, 
Vegas, it was a terrible record too. So it's hard to the guy hasn't in my mind. The guy hasn't really done nothing for that team. Arizona Coyotes, minus 110 goal differential <laughs> with 323 win percentage. Do you, do, you think, do, you, do you think Matthews wants to go to that team, bro? Dude, they're playing in a college. Uh, one thing I'll guarantee you, though, that stadium's going to be fucking rocking. Yeah. It's going to be a tough place to go oh, in and play. It's gonna be crazy. I think the five thousand people that go there will be absolutely. Are they, nuts. Sitting, on, are they sitting on benches or do they actually get like chairs there? I don't know. I don't even know if it's a barn. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> That'd be a great story though, hey? The twenty thirty, the story of the Arizona Cardinals in the twenty twenty three season. Five thousand fans playing in a barn, and the team rises up. Can you imagine that? Gary Batman would love it. He would love, dude. He would, he would die. He would die that day. He'd be the happiest person alive. So moving Go on east. to the uh, East, we've got Carolina playing Boston. Tough match. Tough matchup. We got New York playing Pittsburgh. I, I like. I think that's the easiest match right there for Pittsburgh. I think. Okay, so we've got Florida playing Washington. Yep. And then the Leafs, Leafs are going to play Tampa. Uh, bring on the smoke, baby. I want Tampa, yeah. especially if you've got home ice. Just don't fuck it up and lose home ice. Uh, watch the game last night against Florida. They're on a 13-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. This team just keeps coming, man. Doobie. Like, they're, they're never out of a game. They're always in every game. Bobrovsky is just Dude. absolutely crazy, out of his mind. Yeah. They have a plus 104 goal differential. Dude, it's insane. Fucking like QB for MVP. I don't care that Connor has 100 most points he's ever had. QB for MVP all the way, man. None of these guys. Man, he's just... To, if you looked it up, what was his highest point get from, from, from where he is this year? It's probably 40 points less. Maybe even more. But he's playing out of his mind. He's taking that team. He's throwing them on their back with Brabowski. And he's just running with it, man. And I, will, I just... He's the most valuable player to that team in the league, I think. Let's just take a look at his stats sure. here. Uh, stats guy, come on. Stats guy. In his career, yeah, so this year he's got 30 goals, 84 assists, 114 points. 114. 114. And Connor's got 117. Right. But um, what does he have in, like, his last few years, like his last five? I bet he's nothing over 80 points. Probably not. I can take a look. That's okay. we got a stats guy sitting there doing nothing, but that's That's right. what I'm doing. Um... I just, I don't know, I love the matchup. I think Florida's going through. Uh, Tampa, Toronto, game seven, anybody can win that one. So, 14, 9, 15, 20, 10, 27, 30. He's had. Seven goals. 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 23, 20, 30. But all assists. What about his points? 92 is the highest he's got up. Yeah, 92 is the highest he's ever gone. But he's always been in the minus category pretty much his whole career. Right, but like to go from 92 to 114, that's a huge jump. He's a superstar. And Barkov is the pimp of that group. Well, I mean, he would have carried the team. So, okay, with your picks, Carolina doesn't scare me, to be honest with you. They're a good defensive team, but they don't really have a big superstar on that team. Anybody who's like, oh, shit. This guy's out on the ice. Like Sebastian Ajo, he's great good. player, good player, but I don't think he's yeah, but, but, but that don't terrifying. You think, like one through twelve on the fourth, like it's it's a solid group all the way around, right? 
Yeah, and they got Freddie Anderson, who was a pain in the ass to lose, but yeah, I Carolina, Boston, I think Boston yeah. is a little bit too much for them in this. I think they got the experience yeah, to to force a game seven, and I could see them winning that. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh yeah. and the Rangers. The Rangers have had their number all year long, but I think Pittsburgh is going through. Pittsburgh, I'm, Pittsburgh, I'm picking Pittsburgh to go to the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. Who are they playing? Toronto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toronto. They're going to have all the corporate guys in there in the building. They'll be talking about fucking business the whole game. It's like, they're not making it through, bro. Toronto's playing Tampa. Um, there's not a better time for them to be playing oh, Tampa. Oh, sure. If there's a year in the past, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. This is the year for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, you see the ass, though. The, the ass whooping thing. Yeah. That was, it happens. That was it's hockey. Pretty much. I don't think. I think Simmons. If they they square up again, Simmons is knocking that dude down. So. Yeah, Maroon is. Looks scared. Maroon looks scared in that fight to me. Nobody wants to fight Wayne Simmons. <laughs> He's a tough dude. Uh, okay, so we got Toronto, Tampa. I'm picking Toronto to win that okay. in six. Okay. We got Florida, Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a great team. series. But yeah, Florida comes through. Somehow, yeah. Florida figures it out and comes through. I got Florida. I get, and only because of Bobrovsky. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. I got Florida, I got, I got Tampa, I got Boston, I got Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like Pittsburgh. Yeah, me too. I think we're on the same page when it comes to that team. Sidney Crosby just quietly Sweet. doing Sidney Crosby mm-hmm. things. Yeah, Every couple of years, right? The cycle comes back around. You think Pittsburgh's kind of out of it, and then they just come out of nowhere. They play awesome again. They'll have a deep cup around here. With their two whiny stars. <laughs> Connor McDavid, 118. Okay, up next uh, in our little conversation here, we have, so we've gone to the NFL, NHL playoffs, Oilers, Leafs. Yeah. Next is the Hart Trophy. That's, that's, that's so... Contenders for the heart. We got Connor, obviously. Yeah. Um, Igor Shesterkin. You just love saying that. Shesterkin. Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau. Johnny Goudreau. Leon Dreisaitl. Austin Matthews. We'll throw Kirill Kripersov uh, in there. Uh, Matthew Tuchuk has 101 points. Yeah. Everybody has 101 points. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's like the thing to beat anymore. At least this year, that's what it feels like. To me, I mean, man, I just don't see how you don't give it to Johnny Goudreau. <laughs> the kid has just been absolutely lights out. He would be, he's my pick. Johnny Goudreau's my pick, and I'll tell you the one reason why, if I can pull his stats up here. Um, Johnny Goudreau, 39 goals, 72 yeah. assists, 111 points. Plus 61. People are winning the plus-minus race with, like, you know, plus 18, plus 20. Plus 61 is absolutely crazy. He's doing it with 18, 28. He's got the least amount of ice time of the top 10 guys. Yeah, I mean, Calgary's a wagon. Calgary's a wagon. I, I am taking, I would take Johnny Goudreau for the heart. Um, I mean, yeah, you can give it to Connor. Yeah, give it to Connor, whatever. He's doing things we've never seen in the league before. He's, he's 
like an out of this world player. Connor this year. There's too many other good players for, for them to go Connor again. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what I will say here is Barkov this year has 88 points. Yeah. Okay, so he's got 88 points. Huberto has 114. Uh, you got you got you got Matthews got Marner. Connor's got uh, Drysaitel. Uh, Goudreau's got Kachuk. They're all over 100 points. Marner's probably maybe not. I don't know the exact number on Marner. But Barkov's only at 80 something. Huberto's at 114. Huberto is the guy. Put it on on the team on his back. I, I mean, we just talked about it. In my mind, I think it's it's Huberto. It's Huberto. Uh, plus plus Florida. NHL love Florida. They gotta give it zone, right? I looked up their season seats one time, $3,000 for lower bowl for season the whole seats. Season. <laughs> for the whole season. For, for 41 games in the NHL, $3,000. <laughs> Florida man. Uh, let me see here. Mitch Marner, 35 goals, 61 assists, 96 points. So he's, he's, he's going to break 100, right? So everybody's got somebody up over 100 pretty much, right? Yeah. So that's why, except obviously Shesterkin. He's a goalie. He's playing lights out. I love saying the name. Shesterkin, he'll win the... He'll win, he'll win the Vesna. Right. We got... Let's talk a little bit about McDavid and Dreisaitl. They're that. averaging 22.08 and 22.23... Minutes of ice time. That's four minutes more, pretty much, than, like, the next guy. That's 160 more minutes a year. What do you, like, do you think that these guys, you think that these, they're plus minus? Uh, Dry Settle's plus 18, and McDavid's plus 25. Right? So they're playing more time. They're getting more goals, but they're also not, you know, they're not, they're, they're plus minuses, right? So they're not a liability, if that's where you're going. I'm wondering if the wheels fall off in the playoffs is what my question is. They're dogs, bro. They have a lot of attitude headed into the playoffs for sure. And I think Evander Kane gives them Yeah. Helps it for sure. Like they said, if 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 Kane's gonna I think Kane continues to be awesome throughout the playoffs. The question marks for me for the Oilers are Cassian if he's gonna step up and and be anything of himself, because he hasn't been in the last couple. Against Chicago he's terrible. Against Winnipeg, he was terrible. So he's got to come and bring the Kaski and drive. Get those chops back out. Do a little coke before the game. <laughs> fucking hit everything that moves. I keep going back to this, but he has to be a major fucking part of our team for sure. And then the other thing is that third line. Nugent Hopkins, Fogel, Ryan, if that's who it is. Maybe you change him in and out. It doesn't really matter. But those other two guys, they have to produce offensively. They continue to play good on the power play. Our special team since Hopkins back is like top five in the league in all categories. Uh, but yeah, that line has to contribute offensively. And if they can do that, there's no reason why we can't make a deep run. And Bouchard has to play. He's got to play the best he's played. He's got to puck retrieve. You know, because people are going to be coming banging on him, right? He's not the biggest guy, but he's been great recently. If he can continue to play that way, retrieving pucks, moving the puck, you know, he just needs a little bit of support. He's for sure. He's got an unbelievable shot. He's playing with Keith, right? Yeah. So like, there's a veteran guy, and he'll step up. I'm not actually worried about Keith. He's been there 15 times, right? He's got three cups. You know, so I'm not worried about that. But those are the the, the keys for me. And obviously, Mike Smith continues to play the way he is, right? That's the one I'd be worried about. The wheels falling off. Well, I think Koskinen made it clear today that Mike Smith is the man. Yeah, 
I mean, dude, uh, did you watch the game? I just watched the highlights. Columbus came to fucking play, dude. Like, and, I don't know, we looked a little sluggish or whatever it was, but they were, they looked, it was a playoff game, like a playoff type of game. Mm-hmm. And they were coming with all of it. That's so, a tough building to play in, too. But no, you don't, you really don't want Koskinen and mm-hmm. Hop to play any games. So you want Mike Smith all the way through the play. So you play, do you play, you got nothing to play for now. Uh, you have, you you have can't. home ice. We need one win for home ice, or we need Los Angeles to lose a couple times. Right? So, yeah, you got to, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, the game before, we got two games. We Vancouver's last. You play Mike Smith against Vancouver. Vancouver had a shot, too, and then they have, now they've lost two in a row. Yeah. They're done. Yeah, they're done. Um, although they are only two points away from Vegas, but. Right, but then mm-hmm. Vegas is, what do you say, four points away from yeah. Dallas? Yeah, Dallas, Four yeah. points away from I don't Dallas. Think there's enough games. They, they have to have all the teams lose. Mm-hmm. They'd have to win every game. And all three of the other teams would have to lose every game to win. LA has won four in a row. Yeah. If if the hockey gods are smiling, Edmonton plays Calgary in the Western Conference oh. Final, <laughs> and then and then Toronto plays Edmonton in the Stanley Cup People Final, and the world would fucking implode. People will die if Edmonton plays Calgary. There'll be people dying in the streets. <laughs> Just based on drunken idiocracy. It'd be so crazy, man. It yeah. would be so amazing. Like, I don't know why the league wouldn't want a matchup like that in the playoffs. Well, I'm sure they, they... Well, I mean, they want Ameri- the American teams. It's always been that, right? But uh, they can't take it away from us if Toronto plays Edmonton in the final, right? They can't take it away that time. No. Toronto, Edmonton final would be the end of the world. 100%. No, no fan base would be able to live down a loss. No, no it would just be great. And you know what? The thing about Canadians is we'll punch each other in their face over and over and over again, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to tip the hat. If it is Edmonton-Toronto, it does happen. Toronto ends up winning, winning against us. I just want a good series. Hopefully it goes seven. And, like, if they come up on top, fuck them, but good for them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them, good for them. Who would you rather see win a cup, Calgary or Toronto? Toronto. Yep. And so. not by fucking much, bro. But, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny how that is, dude. Like, we should hate so many other teams other than Toronto. They're not even anywhere near us. It's a big brother. It's a big so. brother thing, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, who gets the most ice time? <laughs> who gets the just, most play on I the media? Well, you haven't won since Gracie. Well, you haven't won since forever, right? So, like, it's like that has something to do with it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Shout out to Gila Fleur. Yes. Uh, the, uh, yeah, really sad, man. 70 years old. Back to um, yeah, Mike Bossy, Gila Fleur. I didn't know too much about him. He was a seventies guy, but uh, my dad loved him. Said he'd fly down the ice and sure. rip a fucking slap shot past everybody all the time. But uh, shout out to Guy Lafleur. Uh, lastly, shout out to Tyson Fury, the heavyweight champion of the world, for knocking out Dylan White. This guy is like one of my favorite heavyweights ever, man. For for how big he is. He's just like cat quick, yeah. and if he wasn't fighting, he would be in trailer parks fighting. Like this guy is Mickey from Snatch personified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's and he's said he's retiring. He said he's done. Yeah, that'll change. You know, ride off into the sunset. Be two hundred million strong, and he'll come back. But who? The who's who's going to yeah, command that much money? Yeah, that's like the thing. Need, that, that's the thing about boxing. It's rare that like two guys come around that are like 
out of this world good, and then they meet in this epic fucking fight, and it'd be nice to see something like that. Yeah, boxing's been starving for. I mean, there's the one huge fight is is welterweight is Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford, and they yeah. just won't fight. Right. And it's like, man, I wish I grew up in the '70s, '80s when it was like guys wanted that title. They wanted to win. All they cared about was winning. You know, and now it's a little bit more about the money, and you don't have to take those chances. Like, you know, once you, once you're a bazillionaire, you really don't have to take those kinds of chances anymore. So, Terence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr. is the next fight. Best fight. Let's do That's it, the best fight. Do it, please. Do it for the sake of boxing. For sure. Um, because we haven't had a huge fight. Remember, we used to go to. O2s or oh, Suzy yeah. Q's all the time. Yeah, it was like yeah. Roy Jones or Arturo Gotti or Oscar De La Hoya. Like, those days are over, man. We haven't gone to see a good fight in forever. Manny Pacquiao. Even like the Arturo Gotti, Mickey Ward stuff. You know, you don't get that often. There hasn't been a fight, and we sound like a bunch of old you, men now. You're right, but you need, this is what I'm convinced about boxing. You need a guy that's, that's, that's skilled and throws punches. And you need another guy that he's fighting to have a hard head and can just grind it out. You get that kind of fight together, and those fights are awesome. I would say it's, and it's a little bit like of a racial thing, but if you get a Mexican guy that's like slow and likes to fight right, inside, can bang like inside like hard, yeah. and you get like a really quick Sounds black bad. dude who like, runs out of gas by the sixth round and then they both stand toe-to-toe just hitting each other it's the best Those fight the best you can possibly get but that's just a, it's a cultural thing right it's a cultural thing when you listen to the music that these are the guys this is the type of music these guys train to this is the way they're going to move their feet in the ring right so i mean yeah mexican dudes they fight inside it's not racist. I don't no, think. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, like you said, have a talented guy that can throw, and then another guy with a hard chin and is willing to muck it up. Like those make for fucking good boxing matches. They do. You know, they do. You're gonna get popped with some big hits for sure by the talented guy, but then the, the you know the other guy just keeps pressing forward, and that's when you get the best fights. Just like Mickey and Gotti and, and some of the other ones that we love, right? Oh, those days. Along for those days. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode of Bush Leaguers. Uh, very good job, you guys. Um, Thanks, good Travis. job with the mock mm-hmm. draft. Travis, thank you for joining us. Yeah, it was um, good. Too bad Sean didn't come out. Uh, it's too bad Sean doesn't come out, yeah, but hey, he'll. I'm sure he'd like the picks that we made for his Chiefs. <laughs> As far as the, that mock draft is concerned, I only see like maybe one or two guys that I would have taken in the first round. And to me, that's pretty fucking good for a bunch of guys that really don't know what the fuck they're doing, right? <laughs> Very true. So hope you guys are big fans of the show. Please Thanks. like and share. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Uh, add a comment if you want us to comment on any opinion that you had about something that you've heard on the show. Maybe you think I'm racist. Maybe you think I'm an asshole. Uh, who knows? But anyways, guys... Uh, This has been Bush Leaguers. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Jeff and Luke out.